Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, Gordon Gio, coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. If you're on the free Odyssey app as well, we're talking about the Giants and Joe Shane and Brian Dable and stuff they said yesterday at their press conference and how you had some really strong comments from Joe Shane about Daniel Jones staying and sort of like uh, the middle with uh, Saquon Barkley. So it's sort of what we felt uh, was going on anyway, but he really did lay it out there yesterday at this press conference. And we also have a lot of questions to answer with the New York Jets and the coaching staff and who the quarterback is going to be. Now, I my dream would be for many reasons. For many reasons, Frank Reich here as the assistant head coach and the offensive coordinator for the Jets because you, my friend, would be squirming every single day. You get callers calling up screaming, and then you would have to sit there and defend it. And that uncomfortable nature that would be going on every single day would just be just amazing for me yeah. to watch. Um, so that's what I would And I also think it's the best thing for the Jets, by the way. Okay. Hey, by the way, just so you know. I've made that abundantly clear, Frank. <laughs> that, no, that's about me. It's not about you, Frank. Right, right exactly. Yeah. I said, you, you take your money and go retire if you want. I mean, you know, don't make my life miserable. Yeah, that that is As true. much as I would love to have him here and I could see him every week and go out to dinner with him and hang out, that ain't going to happen. But, <laughs> but also you could look at it like this. Maybe he comes here and I would imagine that you would have a positive take on his impact on the Jets. I will have a positive take on the impact that he will have anywhere he goes. Sure, so you would think that he would be able to turn things around, make them a better offense, and maybe all of a sudden he is the hero how, around here. How about this one? So I was reading, you know, I'm I'm down with all these rumors, just like everybody else is. That's great. Now, I could talk to some of these people directly, mm -hmm. and I do have some insight to what may be happening but something i caught yesterday and i didn't even, i didn't even know this was a possibility uh-oh a ravens fan in my life sent me a question about frank Wright coming to the baltimore ravens as their offensive coordinator oh hmm so that made me think about wait a minute hmm are they trading lamar jackson Wow. Because I can't believe that. I don't know. Not that Frank wouldn't want to coach Lamar. Frank would love to coach Lamar. But I, that doesn't seem like to be a fit for me. 
Well, could he tailor an offense for Lamar Jackson? That tailor even... an offense for anybody. So He's... then, what? So then, yeah, then maybe he is. Maybe they are keeping him, and maybe that Frank Reich's the guy's going to put him over the top. And the reason he's getting a lot of these interviews by a lot of these coaches, they know how difficult it is to defend his offense. That's sure. why he's getting these interviews. And of course, the thought that he's a QB guru, and you may not think it, or I'm, you know, I think it because I see it. You know, he had five different quarterbacks five straight years in Indianapolis with an impetuous and impatient owner. And it's impossible. Like Matt Ryan was telling me this week, you know, we were three, three and one. And next thing you know, everything changes. Like we're right in the middle of it. Yeah. And we had only played seven games. We had 10 games left to go. We were right there. And when you saw how Tennessee fizzled at the end and Jacksonville caught them in that division, that there was a very good chance that if everything would have stayed and they would have allowed you know, uh, Matt Ryan to grow. And three of those wins, by the way, were fourth quarter comebacks. Mm -hmm. If they would allow him to kind of grow with the offense and kind of get settled in, there was a good chance that they could have probably won that division. Speaking of Matt Ryan, did you talk to him at all off the air? Of course I did. Did you anything you want to share on that? There's nothing. There was nothing like earth shattering that I would come on here and say that this is that this is the case. This, you know, he liked Jeff Saturday. He said Jeff was a really good guy and came in and really tried his hardest to flip the script. Mm -hmm. You know, because you got to remember when Jeff took over, Matt had been benched. Yeah, right. And then Matt got benched again for Nick Foles. Mm -hmm. So Matt was in the middle of all that turmoil. And he goes, I got nothing bad to say about any of those people. Everybody tried to win. It just didn't work out. And there were different outside influences that, that changed a lot of things that went on around here. And, you know, I know Frank was very disappointed that he was unable to finish it out with Matt because he loved Matt. He thought Matt was uh, really one of their better leaders on the team. Did it sound like you wanted to play next year, Matt? Ryan? Yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah, it did. Interesting. Now, I, I ended up screwing up yesterday because... There was an interview that was scheduled through me, and I'm just so bad. I mean, I haven't been a sports talk radio producer since, like, uh, what, 2009? So I'm so bad at this stuff now. People ask me to get you on a show or something, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. And then I end up doing it, and it just ends up being terrible. That's your error. So, yeah, I had an error yesterday. I actually told this person to email Al, and Al ignored that email. You know, it's amazing. See, you handed it off. See, this is now what happens when you're in the power chair. You start handing things off to other people, and then they don't get done, and then they, and then it looks bad on you. Well, it's no, it it, it kind of did, I guess, because but I screwed up. So instead of me going to Al and saying, "Al, please respond to this email," I was like, "I don't want." It. This is why what Al's done is genius. Like because he's he's made it so that I like his reactions to things that he doesn't want to do are so over the top that, that like don't I don't want to bother him. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so instead of me going, hey, Al, please do this, like, I'm just like, I'm just going to leave him alone. I don't want to put this on his plate. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up taking it myself. That's There's awful. no reason to do that. Is <laughs> right, this about so the Vikings? Yes. Yeah, so when I saw this email, yeah. I was like, oh, this is the thing Boomer hates. We get a guest in exchange for Boomer being a guest. Boomer hates that. <laughs> so I was like, mm, that was on you because it was the Vikings play-by-play guy. I was like, I, Gio, will handle that one. Yeah, and I ended up handling because, it. Because, because the, the, the producer over there said, I'm already talking to Gio about it in the email. I was like, oh, he's got it then. <laughs> what Al has perfected is what George Costanza told, you know, Jerry and uh, what's her name? Elaine. Elaine, 
that, you know, if you look annoyed, people will think that you're busy and they, they will not bother you. So what he has taken, he has taken that concept and he has taken it to a whole nother level that you and I won't even go to him and even ask him to do anything yep. without any sort of reservation on our part, thinking that it's just going to upset the whole apple cart. Absolutely. That's right. exactly what so I did. You've, you've perfected that out, just so you know that. Thank you. I actually have the, I wanted to bring up the email because I always look for a spot in the email where I could say, okay, that's not on me. <laughs> Uh, I ran it by, this is what it said at the end. I ran it by Gio, and he said he would run it by Boomer. Perfect. Unbelievable. So that email emanated from Minnesota? Yes. Okay. From a guy who used to work here. Oh, I see. So he let you off the hook by that final line. To me, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's immediate punctuous pilot right there. Bang. Bang. Oh. See, I'm out of it. So anyway, I keep forgetting about it because, you know, what happens? I go home and then everything's going on and there's kids and there's a Gina and I just forget about it, right? So then I'm like, ah, oh, I keep forgetting, keep forgetting, keep forgetting. And then they're like, what about Monday? So then I'm texting you, what about Monday? And I hate doing this stuff. I hate it. I hate asking you to do stuff. I hate it. But I felt like I needed to. Okay, it's fine. So then, so then you're like, Monday at the 1030. So I'm like, all right, I get the number from the guy. And then I'm thinking, all right. What I should do is text Boomer the number now, and then I could say, hands off. But I'm like, I can't do that because that's not fair to Boomer because Boomer's got NFL Today and all this other stuff. He's not going to remember the stupid interview at 1030. And I didn't remember it. So I'm like, I'll remember it. I didn't remember it. So as I'm leaving yesterday, I'm walking out. It's 10 to 11, 1050. Boomer's supposed to be on at 1030. I look down at my phone, I'm in the elevator, going down, looking at my cell phone, and I get a text from this Minnesota producer who used to work here going, no boomer, question mark? I go, damn it! <laughs> so I get off the elevator, go back up the elevator, run into your office, and go, you gotta call this guy. Oh, by the way, where was boomer, and what time was this? It was 10.50, yes. and you were still in your office. Right, okay. So it ended up working out great. Um, so you ended up calling him, and that was that. So I went back and listened to... The interview with you and Paul Allen, the Vikings play-by-play -play guy that we had on the Friday before Giants-Vikings. And he said it was almost like he was listening to our show last week, which I guess was a possibility. But he goes, because you tell him flat out, you're like, Gio didn't give me the number. I'm sorry I'm late. And he goes, well, you know, knowing Gio, he didn't want to have me and you, two faith-based individuals, getting together. That was his take. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he must have listened last week. Maybe. Yes. He had to. He had to. So, and then he was going, I mean, he obviously, has, he has found God, Paul Allen. Yes, he has. He said that you started talking about um, Frank Reich. And he's was like, God hiding? Yeah, right. Apparently on Sunday. Um, but uh, with the Giants. But he, he goes into Frank Reich talking about the way Frank can quote scripture and all yes. of these things. You're yeah. like, well, he can run a good offense. He's like, well, the way he quotes scripture. So anyway, but yeah. then I think you got sucked into the whole thing, too, because then you said, because he was going scripture and faith-based and everything, you said, I'm praying for Frank to get the Carolina job. Yes. So now all of a sudden you guys are back and forth and you're praying to God over the football. <laughs> you were in the yeah. Jesus Vortex on well, that interview. Well, I, I was keeping it real, man. I mean, you know, that's where he is. That's his space. And that's my man Frank. And he knows all about Frank. And he knows about Frank's background. And no, the fact that Frank came from Carolina. Frank had a uh, ministry down there in Carolina mm -hmm. for 10 years. Yeah, no, I know. Which I know. also helped Frank uniquely handle all the issues that all the head coaches in the NFL 
had to handle over the last five years. Everything from the George Floyd stuff to the COVID stuff, everything else in between, all the different uh, you know, things that you have to deal with on a daily basis, not only just with your team, but with your, with your entire organization. Because as the head coach, you set that you set the path. You know, you're the head. You're the you're the head of the snake, if you will. Sure. No, and, absolutely. And so, uh, yeah. So that, yeah, me and Paul Allen were agreeing that he had that unique ability to do that. Right. Exactly. It was just funny, yes. like watching you like slip in the whole. Um, I'm, I'm praying. praying. <laughs> I'm praying for Frank. <laughs> praying. Like normally, if there wasn't so much like faith based talk yeah, you know, and scripture, I, I you'd say. be like, I, I would like him to get the Carolina job. That's a good fit. But like, well, well, Paul, I just happen to be praying that Frank Craig gets this job. Well, yeah, because it was in that vortex. Yes, exactly. but I would have said that I didn't say, look, I'm going to church every Saturday and Sunday <laughs> praying for Frank. No. <laughs> Yeah. I think I met it as a metaphor. And you no. guys didn't actually pray on the air. No, no we did no, not. No, oh, no, that no, would have been no. amazing. Oh, no. if we did that. Oh. Forget a Geo would have had a you know, conniption today. Oh, we would have had that tape for all time. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, exactly. Let's just take a moment to pray to our Lord and Savior that Frank Reich gets the Carolina Panthers job. If he had asked you to do that on the air, would you have done it? No. No. How awkward would that have been? I just would have said, go ahead and pray. If you want to pray, that's up to you. You would have said that. It's up to you. It's up to him. It doesn't bother me. Oh, man. What an awkward spot. Like, like, like Eddie's take on things doesn't bother me. Right, right, right. Al's take on things, they don't bother me. I'm at a point in my life where what you want to do, you do it. No, of course. I'm not Be saying, you, man, find liberty in who you are. That's what I... 100%. I'm just... And I'm not, no disagreement there. I'm just saying, like, if this... Like, this guy it seemed like you guys were on the same page there yesterday. Like, especially an outsider to see... And by like, the way, I had no idea that Paul Allen was like that. Yeah. I I had found out recently. It wasn't always like that, but I guess. But, I mean, but again, you know, I'm going into his domain, studio domain, yeah. and I'm going to listen to him and talk the way that he wants to talk. I'm not going to fight him about any of it. No, no, no. Of course not. But I just, if he would have been like, "Well, Boomer, since you are praying for Frank Reich to get the Panthers job, let's just take a moment. Can you lead us in prayer that he ends up getting this yeah, job?" Yeah, I said, "No, I'm, I mean it metaphorically." Okay, he would be like, "Oh, oh, that sucks. Sorry, I thought we had a moment here. Sorry." I apologize. Pegged you the wrong way. Exactly. No, but I the, the, I would never let it get to an awkward state. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, very rarely because you're so you've done this with so much experience and you're so good at doing those interviews. Like, very rarely are you in an awkward situation in those interviews, right? Never yeah, because really I had no idea when he started talking about Frank and Scripture and everything yeah. else. I had no idea that he knew that. Yeah, I had to tell him a story, and I've told that story here many times, about how Frank Reich's father was my high school coach's high school coach, you know, down here in Nassau County, over at, um, oh God, oh, what's, uh, what's that high school? Why can't I think of it? In a Nepal? Five no, it's in a five towns. It's in a Levitt town? <laughs> no. Ah! Five towns. Sorry about that, Coach. I, I can't. I'm, I'm having a uh, one of those senior moments at, at at the moment. But anyway, yeah. So Frank Reich was Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence High School. That's right. what it was. So Frank Reich's dad was Sal Champy's coach at Lawrence High School. Okay. And I told him the story about I didn't know that until after Frank had committed to Maryland, and I saw Frank Reich Senior, Frank's dad, hugging my high school coach after our spring game. I'm like, what's this all about? <laughs> and then Frank Reich said, this is what uh, Sal Champy said. Frank Reich Sr. is my mentor. He is the guy that got me to Purdue. Hmm. It's amazing how it all that works That is out. a small world, right? Really. The tangled web. 
It's oh, not tangled. Well, I it's guess just, you're not just, right. Yeah, yeah, not the very well constructed web. Right, so that's why I'm praying for Frank to get the Carolina job. That's right. I'd like to see that happen. <laughs> right. And I'm, and I'm praying for him to get the Jets offensive coordinator job. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Frank decided to run that play on fourth and two. Let's open the show with that. Caller, 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 caller. By the way, he is aggressive on fourth down, just like Doug Peterson is. Learn from the best. They all work together. Sure. Nick no, Sirianni is. Listen, I love the aggressive. Ibra is. They're all the, out of that crew. I love the aggressive fourth down. I absolutely love it. I actually, I didn't have a problem with Brian Dayball doing it, quite frankly. I know you did, but, I mean, to me, they actually had moved the ball. What's crazy about that game because it got so out of hand. But those first two drives, they actually moved the ball. They had some yeah, big completions. on that first fourth down. Yeah, but I don't think it would have mattered in the end. But I, I it, just. It wouldn't have, but you also don't expect that your quarterback's going to take an intentional grounding. Yeah, that was another problem. I mean, so you're ending up, not only are you not making it, but you're also giving like another 10 yards sure. to Philadelphia. Exactly. So anyway, but it's uh, aggressiveness is great. I think it is, except for Brandon Staley. He does dumb stuff. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. CBS Sports Network. I just saw on Twitter, it's uh, Chris Lepresti's birthday today. How old is young Chris? I want to say 37. 37. I don't quite 40. I could be wrong about that, but I want to say 37, maybe 38. Speaking of age, just a question, having gone back and listened to some segments this morning, because I don't get to hear a whole lot when I'm out there. I did listen back to the uh, the Milf Island segment or whatever. Milf Manor, yeah. yeah. Does it make anybody feel weird? That when you're talking about MILFs, you're older than them. It did, yeah. <laughs> like at one point you said to Al, which one is his favorite? And he picked the 44-year-old, which he's nine years older than. <laughs> well, I was talking to Gina about this and I go to her, I go, I go, ah, it's like all, all much older women. She goes, you're older. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Significantly. Yes. Than yeah. some of them. Like to me, these were more cougars than MILFs. This to me was... Cougar, uh, Cougarville, <laughs> Cougar Cottage, <laughs> Cougar Cottage. But you could make you could you could say either one. It could be Milf Manor or Cougar Cottage. Or Cougar Cottage. Yes. Yeah. Mm. But it's I don't know. Apparently popular. I'm People sure. Are I guess it. so. Listen. People are watching. Uh, by the way, maybe the uh, today would be a good day for Odyssey to award Chris Lepresti the Sweeney Murdy job on his birthday. That'd be a nice that would be a great birthday gift. Yeah. Is he or in the maybe mix? maybe he'll get uh, Employee of the Month. Could get that as well. That's for next month though. Pete Hoffman was already named Employee yeah, in January. Have, we ever figure out what what do you get when you are in thousand dollars? You do. Well, oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. I know Dove came oh, in with nice. a trophy. You got a trophy too. You got like a plaque, glass plaque thing. I think it changes. They they only award a thousand dollars a couple months out of the year, so Pete got lucky there. <laughs> so Dove's month he got a plaque. Correct. Wow. So Pete got a thousand dollars. Good for him. That's that great. really change, really. Hmm. 
or month to month. Why? Why is that? I don't know. I think sometimes they have an extra thou laying around. They uh, <laughs> spread it around, <laughs> making it rain. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, so yes, CeeLo is in the mix, I would imagine, for the Yankee job Should because be. he filled in last yeah. year. But he didn't announce that he's in the mix. That's right. He did not but He maybe announced it when, when privately. Is he, when is he back here with us? Uh, Jerry? Uh, is it next week? Oh, I'm off. Um, I think the yeah, next Well, yeah. I hope. Did you tell anybody you're off next week? Yeah. Okay. Then it should be him if he had enough notice. Okay. But I don't know the answer. Well, then you guys can, you can grow mm. him on the air. You can interview him on the air. Yeah, absolutely. If, Grill if him. It, assuming, <laughs> assuming that he wants to throw himself into that. Oh, mix. how would he not want oh, he to? He would. Definitely would. That is right up his alley. Yeah. And then I think Peter Schwartz, too, is going to be really knocking on the door. Skankies. Yeah, I mean, even though he did call the Yankees. He yeah, called he the Yankees the Skankies. Skankies yeah. which might take him out of the running. Despite the loss, Skankies playing well. <laughs> Skankies playing well. Skankies. Yeah. So that's <laughs> not right. That's going to hurt him. Skankies. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, he's got a thousand other jobs. This thing might get in the way of that. Yeah, but uh, presumably he could drop some of those other jobs if he had Skankies. This. Maybe like all of them. He should have like a fight to the death, Peter Schwartz and Chris not Press there. And Danielle McCartan. <laughs> yeah. That, well, it's just a Miller's Ale House is a Yankees sponsor. <laughs> Yankees. Uh, by the way, did you hear the, since you were going through some of the segments, did you hear Danielle McCartan, part-time talk show host? No, but I heard some conversation in the newsroom right. about o- this morning. Openly lobby for the Sweeney job. So we'll just play this because we played this very early in the show. We'll play this again. So she's the first voice on the radio station after Giants postgame, after the Giants-Eagles game. So Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. First voice. Giants postgame ends. Danielle McCartan on. And this is how she opened the show. You know, some WFAN news before we get into this Giants-Eagles game. And uh, you saw that Sweeney announced on Friday. It's got 3 million impressions on Twitter. I'm sure you saw it. But uh, Sweeney announced on Friday morning that, uh, that he is moving on from his role as our Yankee reporter here. So, you know, I don't know what the company's plans are to, to fill his role. And, you know, while everyone here that I've talked to is upset that he's gone, uh, including me, uh, in, in this business, I've learned that, that you can't let the grass grow under your feet. So, you know, I, I've officially thrown my name into the ring for consideration for, for whatever it may be. So we'll see what happens. Yes. Yeah. So and now on to the feet, <laughs> but, it's the, but it's the dirt on the, uh, on the coffin, too. Wow. <laughs> you know, just want to make sure. That's, that's aggressive. Hold on. No pulse. That, that wasn't right. like three. That was the open of the show? Yeah, that's what I was told. It's just before she got, because she even said before we get into Giants-Eagles. Just want everybody to know that I'm in the mix. Right. So, I mean, you want, that's, that's bold. You know, I don't like people who sit around and say, hey, I should be handed a job. She went right after she went and got it. I must have algae growing up my legs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jerry, I, I don't know if you've ever went wow. to go. Have you ever gotten to speak to high school kids or anything? Yeah, or? I have. Well, um, high school, grammar, like 7th and 8th grade. Whatever, yes. but yeah, really, sure. the, the, I'm thinking the underlying message that you're trying to t- tell these kids is like, don't sit around and wait. you got to go out and get what you want to get. So I mean, for you sure. Just, you got to be aggressive, and I think that that's exactly what Danielle did here. That's aggressive. Yeah. Yes. 24 hours later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the second well, time she's done this, by the way. Yeah. But he just quit. Well, no, no, no. It was another job. Eddie? You know what? Before we get into the, the thick of things, right? Uh, as you know, uh, there, there's been some news around here. <laughs> uh, at the end of my shift on Wednesday night, I handed the listeners off, you, to WFAN legend Steve Summers. Well, that night on air, 
he announced that his time here at this station, oh, no. after 34 years, <laughs> will be coming to an end, and this is a quote, more sooner than later. But in the meantime, I want you, the WFAN listenership, and all the article writers out there to know that I put my name in for formal consideration for that full-time role here. I wanted to be clear about that. From this, you and I will see what happens. Yeah. Well, he hadn't quit yet. No, not yet. I like to make it known when Brad Sham retires. <laughs> I'd like to be put in the mix for the Cowboys play-by-play -play job in Dallas. Or when Kevin... I'd run in if that happens. Or if there's like an untimely death. In the yes. Like one of those. Why you gotta go there? <laughs> wow, so Steve was still working. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. My, hey, good for you. My favorite part about that was the article writers. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> make sure that they know. But I'm telling you, man, like that's the wow. type of aggressiveness, Boomer, that you need. Yes. That's the type I love of it. Gotta, I love it. Go get it, girl. Go get it. I'm see going into his office for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but this, Opening this the show is, with it's a bit aggressive. <laughs> that's a tad. Yeah, I mean, that's, this is basically taking it all public and putting pressure on the people that are making the hire. Yeah. One of my old PDs told me I'd rather tell you whoa than sick them. Say what I'm saying? Whoa, no, what the uh, hell? Is back that off, mean? back off. I'd rather tell you that you went Take too far. I gotta, I gotta pull you back as opposed to go and get it. Got it. So, like, that's what I'm applying that same thought process here. Well, like, you know, pump the brakes and do it behind the scenes. So, <laughs> I said, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, this is a whoa. <laughs> but okay. I kind of like, I'm telling you, man, it just, it is, it's like everything that we would tell somebody, go get it. Don't wait for somebody to come and you. Uh, or to come hand you something. Hey, I'm with Danielle on this. I think that every time, I mean, I think jobs elsewhere, too, she should be on the air, open lobbying for, like other things. Like, like I'm sure, like, maybe when they decided to have Ian Eagle do the final four, like, she should have been on ahead of that as well. <laughs> so this is these these moments when you got the airtime, use it, you know? I wonder if she uh, applied for that uh, Scott Shannon gig. It would have been another good one. I know somebody else who did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Super G. <laughs> uh, by the way, Peter Schwartz did, uh, getting a text from him, uh, did inquire, he said, but just with an email. He did not go on like one of his 880 updates <laughs> <laughs> before we get to the sports. Skankies. Yeah, that's going to come back to bite him. I can just see them back there interviewing him, you know. Olivero, Spike, whoever else is involved, and be like, "What's? Why did you call them the Skankies at one time? This is this is Skankies." <laughs> yeah, Alon's not going to go for it. Alon and Randy, they're not going to go for that. No. They're not nice or helping him right no. now. <laughs> I love that. Despite the loss, Skankies playing well. <laughs> despite the loss, Skankies playing well. <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of guy you need. Right. Call him the Skankies. <laughs> no, well, but the point being is that you know he's looking for the silver lining. <laughs> right. And that's and, and nobody oh, did despite that better. the loss they're right. playing well. Nobody did you. that better than Sweeney. Yes, no, absolutely. It's gonna be I mean Sweeney would come on the station and Mike would be screaming at him. <laughs> He's making a decision. Yeah, no, I'm I know. just the guy covering the team, Mike, relax. Yeah. I do like when all this happened, the first thing the files put out was Mike falling asleep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when Sweeney's talking. Right. I know. Yep. Well, you knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> yep. That's a moment for Sweeney too. We'll never have to yeah. we'll and never not, live yeah. down. And not his fault. Yeah. So that's going to be fascinating to watch, man. You know who gets this this skanky? <laughs> remember that day too? Like he he swore he didn't say it. He's like, "There's no way I said skankies. Absolutely no way. I'd never say skankies." And so then went back. Skankies playing. Skankies. Well.
Skanky's. That was like one Skanky's. of the replay commercials that they have on TV now. I do love oh, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna, yeah, we're going to be throwing the red Why flag. Why is the guy down. who's got to be wrong, though? I know. I said, I thought the same thing. thing. It was so predictable. Yes. Well, it's, they don't want to upset anybody. Yeah, it's exactly. Oh, well, they upset me. Let's not upset anybody. Yeah. They upset me too, Jerry. Come on. Because if the guy was right, that someone would write an email saying that that's toxic masculinity that's <laughs> right. going on. Exactly. Oh, there's the guy's mansplaining. There now. should be a good balance between the two of them. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, what do you got over nothing, there? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, nothing. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And we're brought to you by the Progressive New York Boat Show. Visit NYBoatShow.com. I, I don't know that I want to hear from Joe Shane and Brian Dable anymore. It was noon yesterday. Yeah. But you get the point. Uh, as of now, they want Daniel Jones back. They're going to have Daniel Jones back. They got to figure out how to do it. They also want Saquon Barkley back, but who knows? Business of football, even Barkley said he knows that he has not put himself in the best position because of the way his four years went with the one year with the injury could have been better for sure. Uh, a couple of things though, uh, from football that I thought were interesting. Number one, Doug Peterson. I played this earlier and this goes to a conversation we were having really for the last couple of months with Zach Wilson talking about consistency for Trevor Lawrence. This was Peterson's first time around back next year for Lawrence's uh, next year as well. It's everything. There's continuity. There's consistency. He knows the guys he's going to be throwing the ball to. He knows the coaching staff who's going to be coaching him. And um, that's that's uh, that, that's a big. Yeah, it would be big. And you can certainly make the case it'll be huge for his growth for sure. Here he is himself talking about having that consistency in the program going forward. Um, that's really exciting moving forward. I'm not going to have to learn new offense and just to have that stability. Um, it's really exciting for myself, for, for all of our guys on offense. And um, it's, it's really exciting. Really exciting for sure. And then uh, the one we played a couple of times, Tom Brady on Sirius XM with Jim Gray. What does the future hold, Tom? Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. <laughs> okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. That sounds familiar. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> You're scratching. It's all yeah, he's scratching. Yeah, Why right. do I feel like he said that exact same thing to Giselle? <laughs> like the only thing that changed was Jim and Giselle, and he said the same thing. Giselle, if I knew what I was effing doing, <laughs> I would have effing done it already. <laughs> How long do you think before he makes a decision? You think we're sitting here in May? But the other no, team's got to kind of no, get going, right? It's got to be before the draft. Has to be before the draft. Has to be. Okay, fair enough. So anyway, that's it. We get, we should hear today's Wednesday. No, today's Tuesday. Maybe we'll hear something from these teams for uh, the championship Sunday in the next couple of days. I would think we'll hear from Jerry Jones today on the fan in Dallas. Tuesday is his day, though I don't know. Maybe we'll hear from him uh, tomorrow morning. Rangers, Panthers, last night in the garden. Good night for Boomers Blue Shirts. Face-off win. DC shot is blocked. Coming in. Is Goodrow hit the side of the net, trying to back it in. It goes in. Oh, yeah. Rangers score. Jimmy oh, yeah. Vc, yes. He scored the goal there. It was in the second period. Proved to be the difference as the Rangers beat the Panthers 6-2. 33 saves for Igor Shosturkin and Mika Zibanejad with a couple of goals. Gives him 22 on the season. Uh, as for the Islanders, they have been in a free fall, and that continued last night. Here's Tavares cutting into the top ten and scores. It's a power play goal, but Tavares gets lost in transition. And backhand 
Sorokin. Power play goal for the former Islander, part of a 5-2 Maple Leafs win over the Isles, who have lost five in a row, nine of ten, uh, as they really are having trouble getting out of their own way. Do you want to hear this Fox reporter one more time? Yes, this is this awesome was funny. for people who missed this. This is great. So a few days ago, um, you had a, a coaching change, as you know, in the NHL, and so they decided to talk about it. This was the Vancouver Canucks making a move. Fox 5 in Washington would tell their audience, and I'm with you, G. I think she was sabotaged for sure, because one time is one thing, a second time is another. Here's her first report. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can- Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Right, that's so, five mistakes right there. Bodro, Bodro twice, twice, two canoes twice, and, and took it, took it, as opposed to talking. Like, I'm surprised you just didn't go for a full like toucan Sam is the replacement <laughs> for Bruce Bodro. Bodro. So she comes back the next hour, okay. gets a little closer on the coach's name, but the uh, rest of it not so much. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Now, that is rough. That's how I know she was sabotaged. She there's was. someone there that hates her and now is laughing their ass off and saying, I finally got her. Is <laughs> because I can understand Canucks. I can understand Boudreaux. But Tockett and Tukin, not close. Not even close. Not close. They, they, they would have had to put T-U in the prompter for her. Right. That's not right. <laughs> so, oh, Rick Tukin. Devils Golden Knights uh, this evening. You got the Knicks in action against the Cavaliers and Rutgers home for Penn State on WCBS 880 at 615. Time now for it's a little different. I like what I did here. I hope you do, too. It's moment of the day, which is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. No! So there was one segment today where you were talking about a brand new show on TLC. Mm-hmm. About four minutes and 45 seconds this conversation went on. And I thought to myself, what would be the over-under on the word MILF <laughs> that would be used in four minutes and 45 seconds? So here's a one minute and six seconds snippet. So uh, yesterday afternoon, I popped on a new show called MILF Manor. You get all these MILFs together. But it's like young guys in their 20s and these MILFs. They open up the curtain to the guys that are going to date the MILFs. You have no idea how much I was looking forward to this MILF matter. The other problem is there's really only one attractive MILF. Which one do you think is the attractive MILF? Um, the one MILF that had... And all the MILFs have appear to have fake breasts. How about April? Yeah, 44. There you go. You're looking at all the MILFs. I want to just talk about the MILFs. I don't want to get into our tragedies. Like, if I'm turning on MILF Manor, I don't need that. This is MILF Manor. All I want to see is young guys try to have sex with MILFs. Right. Early on, the MILFs are like, I'm here because I have a high libido. MILFs are crossing over into mainstream now. This is tremendous. I type in MILFs, like MILF Manor. Oh, my God. All the stuff that came up. But yeah, so I, I wanted to come here and recommend Milf Manor to everybody. Murder you, Milf. Yeah. Milf Manor. <laughs> <laughs> that was great.
Jerry. Murdering Mills. Oh my god. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. CBS Sports Network. Sorry. <laughs> How long did that take you? It took a little while. Uh, hence right. why I don't hear anything. Oh my god, that was so, great. Yeah. There you go. When did you come up with that idea? <laughs> uh, after you guys had. I heard you talking about it a little bit, but I didn't know exactly what the conversation was about. And I just, yeah. <laughs> about 8.40, I came up with the oh idea. It's obvious God. that you have a thing for milk. <laughs> uh, well, you guys well, do. We do. <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments of the days of recent memory. Tremendous work, Jerry. That was great. Uh, all right. Boomer and G will see you tomorrow, right? All right. Yeah. All right. Man, I tell you. There's nothing more fun than talking about an open position around here for yes. me when I'm not involved in it. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Because yeah. it's just because you know how many people want these jobs. As we were talking about earlier, Sweeney Murdy, uh, he ended up leaving WFAN. Wayne Randazzo with the Mets play-by-play, he ended up taking a big job uh, in Anaheim TV job to be the Angels play-by-play guys so like these jobs are open and people want them so it's just it's just interesting the posturing we heard danielle mccartan really push her chips in the middle of the table we know that CeeLo is out there probably thinking about it peter schwartz has inquired as well mm-hmm. and peter schwartz i mean he's a swiss army knife peter schwartz that guy he could do it just about anything they call him a triple threat <laughs> he's a triple threat he can host yeah he can anchor and he can do play-by-play that's right all right so CeeLo. Skanky's- Sandy does say skankies. Um, so it's CeeLo's birthday today. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to uh, call him up and wish him a happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Chris. What's up, man? Oh, good morning, fellas. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I didn't really know. It was actually Peter Schwartz who was the one who tipped me off to the fact that it was your birthday today. So you can thank him. That sounds about right. That's very well, Happy nice birthday, you. Dick. <laughs> 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 so uh, are you on your way to a shift or something right now? Yeah, I'm on my way to the train station, heading into uh, Midtown for a little shift today, yeah. Okay. All right, so we do have a question for you, and Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure if you were listening this morning, but uh, obviously Sweeney has left WFN and the Yankee Post and all of that, and there is a job that is open for that post. We uh, actually thought that you would be a good candidate for it, and I know that... Danielle McCartan put her name in the hop, and she did that publicly. I know Peter Schwartz has probably reached out. And we're just wondering about your situation here as to whether or not you have reached out and whether or not you would even consider it. Um, I have not reached out to anybody. Um, I certainly would be honored to be considered. I did a little fill-in work for Sweeney this past year, which was awesome. And he was great getting me coached up, so I was ready to step in for him when he took some time off. Um... I don't know. I haven't heard much about what the plan is moving forward. So I guess I would have to find out a little bit more about that and what it would entail before I could say for sure. Whether you know what? You need, you, you, need to, you need to take page out of Danielle McCartan's book, man. This is like nobody's knocking down your door, CeeLo. You got oh, to knock that now. door down and get in there and fight for it. Well, what I would say is this. As awesome as following in Sweeney's footsteps would be, I just wonder about the timing of uh, the games and the post game and how it might work out with some of the other variety of gigs that I have. You know what I mean by that? 
Yeah, of course, but the assumption would be that this gig and how long the baseball season is, that you would be able to be making more money doing that job and then using the off-season to do the other stuff that you do so you don't have to piece all these ships together. So if that were to be the case and you'd be making more money and you wouldn't have to be doing all these other shifts, I would assume that you'd be interested in the job. Oh, 100%. Be right up my alley, no question about it. Okay, so why haven't you reached out yet? Um... Good question. I guess I perhaps read a little bit too much into the wording of the email that went out about uh, Sweeney's departure. My my understanding, based on the way I read it, was that they already had a plan in place. No. Well, I can tell you right now that no, that's we not know, the we case. know that for a fact that they don't because you know we ran into the the architect and about two minutes ago and said <laughs> we have no idea what the hell we're doing yet. All right. Well, so what the hell are you waiting for? Well, now I know it's just a two-minute-ago update. That's tremendous. I'll tell you what, as soon as I get on the train, I'll, I'll start wheeling and dealing and reaching out and making phone calls and sending texts and emails, and we'll get right on it. All right, perfect. Good, good. I'm glad that we made this phone call on your birthday. I mean, you got to wake yeah, up, CeeLo. God, great. you're a father of kids and everything. you got to wake up. <laughs> well, that's probably, that's, that Boomer and, and Gio knows this as well. When you are the father of young kids, it's, it's hard to be awake sometimes because of the lack of sleep, you know? Yes, absolutely. And as Danielle McCartan said, you can't let the grass grow under your feet. You got to go that out is, there. That is very true. Yes, it I is. I take a page out of Danielle's book and uh, ramp up the aggressiveness there a little bit. Did you happen to hear her lobby for the job on the air? I actually did. I was uh, I was on my way back from a little Giants viewing party in the wee hours of uh, Sunday morning, and I did catch that <clears throat> on the air right as she was sort of... Uh, doing her tribute to Sweeney and sort of throwing some bouquets at his feet and then did mention that she had already thrown her hat in the ring. So that, that was interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, listen, he's going for it. You want to talk about aggressiveness, this is how you do it. Uh, all right, so you, you, you're taking a, you, so you took a shift on your birthday, so that's good. I like to, I like to see that. Working hard. Uh, tonight, do we, do we go out to dinner? Do you get a babysitter? Do you take the family out to dinner? How, how are we celebrate? No, there's none of that. I won't be home till almost 9 o'clock. Kids will be getting ready to go to bed, and uh, it'll just be just a regular night. It'll be as if it wasn't my birthday, nothing special, none of that. We'll do probably maybe a little little cake and dessert on Thursday when there's a little bit more free time. Okay, so you've designated a different day to at least celebrate. I, I haven't designated. My wife and my, my parents and my in-laws have designated Okay. All right. Very good. You know, how I'm, I'm from the I'm from the Eddie Scazzeri camp at this stage of life. For myself, I don't. You know, my wife this morning was like, "I'm sorry, I didn't get any balloons." I'm like, "Balloons? I'm 37. I'm not six. Well, maybe she looks at you the way that we look at you. Yeah, that's probably true, Boomer. That's a good point. You know, the other, the other thing too is is I mean, how's your life? Does your life suck? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it. Just listening to you talk. No, it doesn't suck. It's just it's very busy. Um, you know, very focused. I got my routine. I got to do what I got to do. It's not really about me at this stage of my life. You know. Sounds like that. here we go. Uh, oh, here we go. Come on, Cielo. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You have to make sacrifices for your family. We all do, and we all have done that. But also, you can't just completely kick yourself to the curb and be like, "Hey, none of it's about me." You have some time. Birthday's one of those times. You know? Happy <laughs> birthday, you a hole. Right. I mean, it's one of those. <laughs> One of those times you'd be like, it is about me today, damn it. This is the cake I want, this is the dinner I want. Get me this freaking present. Because the rest of the year, I'm doing everything for you guys. You know, it sounds like yeah. he's not feeling the love. You know what I mean? I, I, I hear it in his voice. Nah, I'll tell you what. I had a nice time Saturday night with some of the fellows. Uh, Tommy Lugauer hosted us for 
Giant game. Of course, the Giants didn't cooperate, so that was a little depressing. But yeah. uh, I'll tell you what, I, I listened to your last segment. It sounds like if I need to create a little time for myself to have some fun, some enjoyment, some entertainment, I should just throw on Milf Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you should do that, and, and draw your own conclusions. I was a little disappointed, but but draw your own conclusions. Okay, well, I mean, see, are you getting a gift? Did you get a gift? Uh, did you request a gift? Uh, the only gift I requested was uh, actually my parents. They wanted Boomer. They wanted to get me a uh, reverse retro Ranger jersey because I'm taking my son to his first game in about a month, and he's got one. So she was trying to. My mom was trying to get us to match jerseys, but I was like, listen. They're insanely expensive. It's not necessary. Don't worry about it. I got plenty of Ranger stuff I could wear. So what I requested and what they did for me was I actually got uh, a travel case for my golf clubs because I'm going to be going out to Vegas for JJ's bachelor party in, uh, what is it, late March, and we're going to play some golf out there. So now I can travel with my clubs. You got to play with that psycho JJ, the way he swings. I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) The cursing, the music will be playing. It's, It's a scene, man. All right, at least you're going to have some some uh, happiness in your life. Right, I mean, exactly. my God. I mean, yeah, it's really dragging us all down. Uh, all right, hey, I CeeLo. Got my Ranger hat, I got my Ranger hat on. Nice win last night. Six goals. Igor almost scored. It's all good, <clears> Over. All right, this is how CeeLo knows yes. that his time is up. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> all right, all right CeeLo. Have a great birthday if you can. Yeah, happy birthday there, CeeLo. Thanks. Hopefully right. they treat you better over at Sirius than they do at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah, that's... I How's your life? Does your life suck? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Boomer's a therapist, right? It's <laughs> like, no, you doing anything for your birthday? No, no, no. I'll be home at nine o'clock. You know, maybe, maybe on Thursday it'll be a cake or something. You know, life's not about me anymore, you know. And I really haven't inquired about the Yankee job because it seemed to me there was already a plan in place. So I didn't really, you know, read into the email. A guy's freaking Eeyore. He is in a dark place. Yeah, it's time to snap out of it. I know it's January. It's almost February now, right? And it's the dog days of winter. He's probably feeling that pressure. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope he gets that Yankee job. Yeah. I mean, he should definitely be considered. I mean, how long has he been here? Has he been here the longest? Out of whom? Like, out of the people that would be available within the building. I've been here for a very long time, I would say yes. I think Peter has more seniority. But was he over at the other place when CeeLo started? Because you remember he was there. But he was here, and then he was there, and then he was here. That's yeah, right. Didn't right. CeeLo start with us in 2007 or 8? Yes. He was an intern, I in believe, 06. Six. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's been a long 06 time. intern. Mm-hmm. Ascending to the, the Sweeney Smart. That's the kind of story you want to write, isn't it? Well, well look, look right to your left yeah, there. I was an 05 intern. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. My life doesn't suck. <laughs> Well, you live in Sayville. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was a little harsh there with CeeLo. But you felt it. it and I felt it. I know, he was dragging us down. I felt I like mean, I... like, I'm going to come on, it's your birthday, dude. Let's go. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Dick. We're in Geo on the fan at CBS Sports Network. <laughs> happy birthday, jackass. <laughs> little, uh, we had a sport. very interesting show today. Yeah, it was great. Say, yeah. It was fun. engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.